Thanks so much, Old Bank Media Group, for hosting us at your location, allowing us to take over. And when we take over, Chris and I really take over. You've been swell. Everyone, please go follow and support Old Bank Media Group. And if you'd like to watch instead of just listen, go subscribe to The Marty Ray Project Chats on YouTube. Here we go. Ben, I don't like your attitude either. You got to lose. That's going to come down to at least a, at least a five. This is The Marty Ray Project Chats, and I'm Marty Ray, one of the hosts of this podcast. You might know me from a beard video, a prank call, a rap song turned acoustic cover, or hopefully one of my original albums. And I'm Chris Wallen. You might know me from... Where would they know me from again? You might know Chris from number one hit songs like Don't Blink by Kenny Chesney and Something to Be Proud of by Montgomery Gentry. Whether you know either one of us or not, I bet you're going to have fun here. Welcome to the project. Download, subscribe, and rate, whether you love it or not. Sound supplied by Roadcaster Pro. There has never been a podcast that I've ever done in my life that was completely, entirely ad-libbed, that I didn't have a and at least an outline to go by. This right here, this is one of those. You're witnessing history here, folks. We have Jared Callen, my good friend, and now, I just found out today, my best friend. <laughs> With us today, it's, uh, as always, Chris Wallen. Uh, me and Chris have been doing this podcast now for 30 years. 30 together. years. It's been, it's yeah. been it's it's quite been, the ride. It's flown by. Yeah. I was uh, eight years old when it started. Yeah. And it was really special. But enough about me and my greatness and Chris's greatness and how long we've lasted in the podcast world. This episode is about our good friend, kind of about <laughs> him, Jared Callen, who has been doing podcasts longer than me. So 31 years he's been doing them. <laughs> wow. It feels like 31 Man. years. You understand? No, no, but seriously, I've been doing podcasts since around 2007, I believe. I'm horrible with time, but I remember nobody knew what a podcast was. And Jared was doing them like a year before me. So, because he was the only person I ever knew. You were the only person I knew that done a pod, that had even knew what a podcast was. And I learned from pod, I learned podcasting from Ricky Gervais and... Uh, yeah, basically his, all of his XFM shows, and then he started the Ricky Gervais show, which they started releasing as a podcast. And I was like, "Crap, this is amazing!" They're just recording yeah. them talking about nothing, you know, or just and then coming up with stupid games and stuff. And I was like, "We could do that." It was literally Howard Stern's show turned into a yeah, kind of, but like you know, not. No, not, I'm saying that's what podcasting is. Oh, I see what you're saying. It's inspired by that type of show, right? A radio show that's just talk. Right. There's no music on Howard Stern or, you know, that he was, because it was like, this is not, this is off the top of my head. I don't know if this is fact or not, but Howard Stern seems like one of the first people to have a show that was radio that was mainly talk. He didn't really, he didn't really spin records. He didn't play. He had people come in and play, which is like a podcast, but it seems like he was one of the first. I mean, he could have been the first. I don't know, but I don't remember a lot of shows that were like that before then. So he kind of sparked this whole thing of, you know what, we, I mean, outside of NPR and stuff like that, I'm sure they were way before, but I mean like an actual entertaining show. Right. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like actually there to entertain you and not to just teach you something. Right. But he was syndicated on radio. Uh, Like, you know, people, early pioneers like Ricky Gervais, I think he's actually called the pod father. 
you know, he's not the first person like John Hodgman or somebody like that. One of those guys like that, they, they started podcasting way before, but to actually like, I think Ricky Gervais is one of the first people to like make millions of dollars off podcast. He would sell, he would do like specialty podcasts. He'd give them away for free. And then he would do a specialty podcast and then sell that as an audio book on iTunes for a dollar or one pound and get a million downloads. Boom. Mm. There you go. Wow. I didn't know that. Yeah, it's crazy. And you, you can dive in and find all that old stuff. They're actually really entertaining. It, it's cool. It's kind of cool to hear early stuff. Is the quality as, as yeah, good as today? It's fine. Because they had an XFM radio show. And so they were using all the radio equipment. And then even the stuff that I was seeing uh, behind the scenes and stuff, sometimes they would just stick some lobs because they, were all, they had already done uh, The Office. So, or it, it, the XFM radio show came halfway through. Like about halfway through that, they started doing the office, but they had already done that. So they already had access to all the good gear. So Ricky Gervais, before he was a known or a big name, he'd had a podcast. Yeah. You know what you're saying? Yeah. So before that, he had a radio show. He had show. a radio show on XFM. And it was, what was it called? You remember? The Ricky Gervais show. And it was a popular XFM satellite yeah. radio show. No, and it was just like that. They were on radio. That's what I'm saying, but it was a popular show. Yeah, but it wasn't on satellite. They actually had like... Well, that's know, what XFM they were, is. They were terrestri terrestrial radio in, in, in London. Yeah, but XFM was no. the rival of Sirius. Uh, XFM uh, London. It's not, it's not the... It's not the uh, no, you're, you're thinking of XM. You're thinking of oh, XM. Oh, is it just XM radio? Yeah, yeah. yeah. That, that, that's where the process is. Oh, I see. Yeah, what XM got... Uh, consumed bought by, out, uh, consumed by Sirius. Sirius, or right. the other way around. No, it was because it's called Sirius now. Oh, okay, but yeah. anyways, uh, yeah, um, XFM was their uh, was the channel, was the radio station in London they were on. But nonetheless, I, as I was saying, Jared has his own podcast called Tour Stories. Tour Stories. Tour like horror, but tour, tour like a tour bus touring around the country. The horror stories from the, which I think is a genius idea. The horror stories from the tour. Well, it's not really, you know, just like all podcasts, it kind of dives around and goes to different topics and stuff like that. But like, we just kind of use it as a jumping off point, just kind of like how you guys have things that you try to hit, you know, just to keep conversation going. If it ever lulls or we go off on something else, it's like, you know, well, tell me about like, you know, staying uh, in hotels. Do you stay in hotels or do you like try to do the punk method where you jump it from couch to couch and sleeping next to cat shit on the floor? Uh, you know, it's just kind of. Um, and that was always my method. <laughs> yeah. You wouldn't believe Only how many. Tour. You wouldn't believe how many many people have actually you know uh fallen asleep in, in a sleeping bag uh bag next to a, a litter box you know they have many many stories man. like that no thanks <laughs> man now, go ahead i was gonna say as a songwriter like going going on the road with some of the artists the things that i went through was like like we would have a um you know a hotel room at the shows except you know they were for the band usually or the or the artist so by the time I got there, all the towels <laughs> oh, man, I were imagine. all completely used in a, in, a, <laughs> in a wet pile on the floor. Oh, that's my pillow, huh? <laughs> so I learned to, like, I, I would bring towels with me. Wow. Yeah. Was it, was it, what were they used, like, for sweat? No, the, for showers. Yeah. People had dried yeah. off and they just throw no, it. No, no. Okay, yeah, yeah. So I was just joking. It didn't. I, the joke. The joke bombed. Uh, Marty, they're away from their wives, so they've been taking care of themselves, and now that's where we leave the crusty towels. Oh, no. <laughs> Chris is laying his head on them. <laughs> and then I have another podcast called The Movie Crew. That's uh, filmmakers talking about films from their point of view. So we have 
uh, cinematographers and directors and editors and costume designers and they come in and we watch a film and then we kind of break it down uh, not like scene by scene but we just talk about you know specific things kind of just a more just a general chat and that one's kind of fun as well yeah the movie crew that's a pretty that's a pretty cool idea to take a movie that might be obscure you know sometimes y'all sometimes y'all have like the movie y'all had recently was a movie i'd never even heard of that most recent one what's that called in the mouth of madness in the mouth of madness that's a john carpenter movie yeah who in the world ever watched that is that like his first indie film or something what is that i think that? that was his 14th film so he sucked for 14 films <laughs> no there were some really great <laughs> some really great movies that came out before that like the fog and and um the thing the thing now i yeah. know that one yeah so that came out before because so the, he was kind of on the downswing at that point. I don't think it was a downswing. I just think that, you know, it was kind of a miss. It, it, it's it's a good movie. It just took me about three watches to really enjoy What made it. y'all choose that movie is what I'm saying. That, that Was it because nobody ever watched it? No, because, like, you know, we try to do things that are a little bit challenging sometimes because you, you can pull out, you know, the um, Big Trouble in Little China. But, like, this whole month is nothing but John Carpenter movies. So it's John Carpenter January. So we're doing uh, In the Mouth of Madness. We're doing uh, Starman. Uh, I don't know if we've picked the other two yet, but anyways, yes. Have you have you seen Starman? No, w- with uh, <laughs> with Karen Allen uh, and um, Jeff Bridges. Again, no. You should, man. It's good. Ew, I don't want that. <laughs> um, Ew, yeah. Um, I only watch good movies. Um, actually, I don't watch any movies hardly anymore. At all. I really don't watch movies that much anymore. I've kind of kind of hurting my heart over here. Kind of taking myself, uh, and I'm not as interested in movies as I used to be. Like, I used to be a big movie buff. Like, if it was, especially if it was a comic book movie, I, I could not watch it. But now, I could really care less about a lot of movies. You're focused on other things. I don't know if it's, I, don't, I think I just grew up. I think I finally grew up, Jared. I hope to never grow up, Marty. <laughs> I know you got a buddy. <laughs> I know you got a buddy uh, that is, you said the last time you were here, was crying that the uh, theater's were closed was upset well as a as a filmmaker you you want to be able to watch your films with other people and there's something about going into a place with a bunch of strangers that you don't know and having this shared experience i I mean i've been in like horror movies i remember watching the ring in the theater and people just coming out of their seats and losing their minds and i think that really enhances the viewing you know experience so if you're just always watching the same films with the same people, you kind of already know how that's going to go. Uh, you know how when you're watching a comedy and other people are laughing, it kind of makes you enjoy it more. So, well, I, mean, I don't to, to other people, Marty. No, you know what? I'm, I was going to say I wasn't saying I know to that. I was saying that was a preemptive head shake for what I was about to say. I wasn't saying no. No, I don't know what you're talking about. I was saying I have never, I have really never enjoyed going to the theater. Ever since I was a little boy, I didn't like going. I didn't like the fact that I couldn't put my feet up. No, I put my feet up, Marty. (laughs) Well, I'm saying if if it's a full, if it's a packed theater, right? You're not, which is what any any movie on opening night or whatever, like Star Wars or whatnot. Well, they have those theaters now with. With the handicap area where you can know the chairs where you can lean back. Oh, most of them do. They have the recliners. I know. And it's so amazing that you can recline. I love that. And and you you still doesn't block the screen and people can walk in front of you and it doesn't block the screen. I was like, that's good. Oh man, they're great. Yeah, no, I like that, that addition, but still that's not the only thing that it was. It was, it's always, because when I watch a movie, the the lights had to be down. Like 
my wife and my children would always think it was funny if we were watching a movie there could be something sitting on the mantle you know my my tv is over the mantle if there was something sitting on the mantle that just took the corner little bit of the corner of the tv screen yeah i'll be like that's gotta move I, I, that's I'm gotta the same go. way that yeah. and they're like what I'm, they're like what i said that clearly right there and they go <laughs> what are you talking about i said that plant has to move i i can't do this i really i couldn't I, that's the way i was so and I want it quiet. I don't want people to say, I don't want people making noise. Like, I don't like the rappers, the popcorn. I don't like the the people coughing and sneezing. And and some people, some people actually react as if it's a live play. Have you ever been in this situation? Oh, like, yeah, they clap woo! at the end of it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And you, you, like, you get up. That's <laughs> so funny. You get up and you're like, oh, it's time to go. And everybody's like giving a standing ovation. And you're like, whoa, whoa. Oh, no, no, no. But I have been to what some Star, Star Wars openings and stuff like that. Like, right. where like, everybody's like, yeah. That's exactly where that. When I was in Branson, Missouri, on vacation, uh, Last Jedi released. It was the, it was the week that uh, that released. And we went to the IMAX. And you talk about this place was just a, I don't want to say me, a nut house. This place was crazy, <laughs> right? And I, I'm a Star Wars fan. I oh, like yeah. Star Wars. But these people, when when this movie was over, if when I tell you that this was a divided audience. <laughs> I bet, yeah. There were people like there was people that stood up and they were clapping like yeah, yeah. and there was people like man that, was, that sucked. They're ripping the seats yeah. up. <laughs> yeah, and I was like, God, this, this is about to be a civil war up in this giant. And we just left. You know, I thought it was funny. I wanted to hang out, but I had my had my children. I wanted to see what happened. I think three people died that night. And like, <laughs> yeah, Whoa. stabbed with a saber or something like that, like a toy. Saber, yeah. Nice. No, nobody died that night. I'm just joking. That's a joke. It's only people's hopes and dreams died in the Star Wars <laughs> yeah. universe. The Star Wars, Star Wars. Re- I, I thought the Last Jedi was good. I liked it. You didn't like it, huh? Which one was that? That's that's the second one of the of the of the, the second of the three. I'm trying to remember. Isn't the it called the Last Jedi? Is that the second one of the of the latest? That's the three? one with where yes. Luke Luke dies. Yes. Or actually, I do I do like that one, and I really yeah. wish that they would have stuck on that path and not gone back and, and tried to fix it in the next movie and completely like mess it up exactly yeah I, I thought that the last jedi that, to me out of all the new ones i enjoyed that one the most yeah because yeah, but everybody knocked it like it was the worst thing ever well because you know jj abrams comes out with the with the the force awakens and uh everybody's like oh you just basically remade a new hope and all that so that's too much the same so that we get ryan johnson in there to come back and like he completely like changes everything and he's trying to like, he's actually studying and trying to he actually you know went back and did some research and came up with some really cool things to do and try to force the uh force the force to go into a, a different direction force and force yeah man Can't. and uh it, it freaked people out and they, they couldn't handle it and so uh it, it we never got to see the vision actually end we just got a big band-aid put on by jj abrams right. yeah it never materialized what could have been we, we lost it never finn. will we lost finn's completely because we spent all this time building up finn's character and he just completely fizzles away and goes away like what happened to all this stuff to all this like stuff that we, we were building and then now it's just nothing oh you know what another one that came out do you watching the star wars film i have yeah i feel like we're just really excluding you right now <laughs> Well, you, you are. Any, you have but, anything but, to add? Yeah. I never get to see no. Marty. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't. You have anything? To, I do watch them. I do, do watch them. Add? No, no, I don't. I don't. You know the uh, the my favorite one of my favorite Star Wars. This is another one that, that people hate, or they seem to hate, is uh, Solo. Oh, it's great. I, I loved it. That's yeah. one of my favorite that they came out, and and I, I was taught when I said it to people, they go, Ugh. and they act like you. How dare you say that's one of your favorite? 
it's my personal choice and opinion. I can have it, whatever yeah. I want, about which movie I like. Like, if you ask me which one would I watch right now out of all of them, going back even to the George Lucas originals, I would watch Solo again. Wow, that's surprising. Before any of the other ones. But it is very good. I just feel like they wasted Paul Bettany's character a little bit in there because he was really good. He seemed like he could be a really cool villain, but it just we just didn't get enough of it. And you really like Rogue One, don't you? I think Rogue One is, is one of the better of the newer ones. I didn't like Rogue, Rogue One at all. But I'll tell you, my daughters and I really laugh at the part where, uh, what's the character? What's the main character in Rogue One? What's her name? Don't get me lying. I don't know. <laughs> Shoot, I thought you was like the Star Wars. I, I am, but but you put me on the spot. And, uh, yeah, I totally lost it. I do know I, K2SO. <laughs> hey, anyway, the, the main Are character. Are you talking about Rose? No, no, no. He's talking about in uh, Rogue One. Rose is from the uh, the actual trilogy. Yeah, I'm talking about Rogue One. It's one of the it's one of the offshoots, really. It, there was right. a, it was actually a story that was completely made up. Correct? No. What? Okay, so that the story for that comes off of the original crawl from the movie. It, there's like one little line in there where they talk about like uh, getting the satellite communications or whatever, and uh, what the uh, the special effects guy who actually did all the compositing for the tauntauns and all that, he said you should take that and make a movie out of it one day. And so they actually like, oh, that's a great idea. And so when they went back trying to figure out stories that they could do, they used that as a tie-in movie to get into a new hope. Yeah, uh, Jen Ursa. Jen, yeah. Jen, yeah. Jen, so when they are in the the command center of whatever ship they're in, right? Right. <laughs> she's 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 get, she's in the middle. She's at, you know in the middle in the of the conversation, and she says something, an idea, and there's this guy in the back. It's <laughs> just an extra, and you hear this this sound. It goes, "What is she proposing?" <laughs> <laughs> Rewind that. What the freak was that? That was so. It was so out of place. So next time you watch it, listen for the. What is she proposing? <laughs> we we've been doing that ever since. So if anything, I got we got that little gem of laughter from no Rogue One. I didn't like Rogue One. Well, let's but, move on from Star Wars because we're probably boring all of the uh, the audience. I doubt it. That's here because no one likes Star Wars, um, <laughs> except yeah. for us. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Now, I do have a question, because you remember mine from back in the day, right? Memnash Radio. Yeah, Memnash Radio. Um, my goal, it's funny, because this is actually exactly what that show was. Right. The exact same thing. Nothing changed. It was always a show about entertainers interviewing other entertainers about entertainment. Yeah. Like what it's like. And also, I had segments. I always like to have segments to break up the monotony if there is any. Yeah, you know no Because I, mean? yeah. I love that. And uh, to actually, and I love the to break the ice immediately and ask questions that that have nothing to do with any, anything. Nobody, it's not things somebody wants to know. It's just a random. Because sometimes it's stupid questions, you know. Yeah, yeah. I like to do that so that that kind of lets the guests know immediately. Oh, this is gonna be laid back. This We're is here be to chill. have fun. This yeah, is this not is like fun. an interview. Yeah, and but I've been on podcasts where they go, "Okay, I see here that you you have." You have released three albums. <laughs> and, reading your wiki. <laughs> yeah. And then I go, uh-huh. Yeah. Oh, you we talk about oh, that. Oh, you're supposed to pontificate. Oh, yeah. So, yes, I've released seven albums <clears throat> over the past 10 years, you know, uh, you know, charting, da 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 and, yeah. and the reason I don't, I don't, I never want a guest to introduce themselves. Right. Ever. That's why I always do an introduction. Right. Because I hate it. One thing I hate, which, you know, I don't, I'm not, I'll do it because it's just the common way. But when you get on a podcast and they go, introduce yourself. 
<coughs> Tell the audience yeah. about yourself. And I'm like, man, that's your job to do that. It's not my job to now brag on myself. Exactly. The, the, the brag thing is like it comes off different. <laughs> yeah, I don't yeah. like to do that. Let, you're, you brag about me. You look up what you want, what, what impressed you about my career, and you talk about that's what That's why I create intros, right? Yeah. Because, and I literally sit down and write these. Except for this one, because you didn't even mention other things about me. I'm very upset with you, Marty Ray. <laughs> Well, we haven't got to it yet. That, this was... Well, I'm just messing with you. No, you're not. Your feelings are hurt, Jared. Oh, they are. I'm, I'm about to start crying over here. Let's let's talk about his film company. Uh, <sighs> his, new, his new film company called... Uh, <laughs> hold on now. Let me remember this. Because he literally... He used, I know what it used to be, and I'm not going to talk about his old company. But he just literally got this name. And I can't, for the life of me, remember the name. Give me a second. What was the name? Forward, forward moving. Well, give me the first letter. See, I haven't even really talked Focus about this. Focus up. I haven't really talked about this publicly yet. Well, that's good. Yeah, so it's weird. Uh, it's no, perfect. But uh, it's, wait a minute, is it focus? No, f- you're, turn, you're, pull you're, focus. You're there. you're there, you're getting there. Focus, light, feel me up, mama. <laughs> Get. Wow. Fo- Man. It's focus something. It? No. It does start with an F, though. Figure out. Flashpoint. No, not Flashpoint. Flash forward. There it is. Like, Flash forward. Like charades. <laughs> Sounds <laughs> like. You, I told you I knew it. Flash forward <laughs> films. That reminds me of. Uh, that reminds me of Andy Griffith episode. Did y'all? You know you did. Did you watch Andy Griffith? I okay. Yeah, I've seen a lot of Andy Griffith, and then over the past like uh, you know every now and then I'll turn it on and I'm watching it from the beginning. So which is kind of cool. I was really surprised how well it holds up. It is actually oh, extremely yeah. entertaining and written really well. Really entertaining is. and there are lessons that Andy gives to Opie. Okay, and, Pa. Yeah, but there's lessons in there that if people followed them today, yeah, the world would be a better place. That's the truth. Yeah. Like right. there's things that he t- talks about. He even he goes, he talks about uh, things like being not, not being selfish. Like when 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 he, tells, he teaches him how to give in one, he says he says now all you can give is a penny, as blessed as you've been, and all you can give is a penny to the, to somebody that needs something. And he's like, but Paul, I couldn't give more any more than that. And he keeps saying and the whole thing. And come to find out, Opie couldn't because he was trying to buy a coat for his girlfriend. Remember this yeah. episode? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And then and his, and his oh, you're so you want to buy a coat for your girlfriend more than you you think that's more important. And he goes, well, she's cold and she can't afford a coat. And then you go, oh, <laughs> oh man, he must feel like crap. And no, you know that he's already he's already he's already taught, tra- he's, he's already, already taught, taught as well. But Andy yeah. always goes, he always say something like, he always apologize. Yeah, and he'll say yeah. something like, say like I can't remember exact wording, but it's something like I'm, I never, you you always amaze me with how how good of a kid you are. You know what I mean? That type yeah. of thing. And it's what you always want to hear from your father, growing yeah. up. But no, most no. people don't. Right. You don't hear that. Like my dad said, you'll probably be in prison before you're 18. <laughs> a little bit different than Andy. Yeah, it's a little different. It's just a little different. But I mean, I think he might have watched a different show. But nonetheless, <laughs> the, the Andy Rivers show that reminded me of it was called Oz. When we we were just I was trying to pull you were, we were trying to pull that name out, and then at the yeah, end yeah. I go, see, I told you I knew it. Simple. <laughs> There's an episode where Barney uh, says that <laughs> Opie comes in, and Barney goes, um. Oh, the uh, Emancipation Proclamation. Everybody knows the Emancipation Proclamation. And he goes, 
Well, well, Barn, let him know what it is. And he goes, well, it's the proclamation of emancipation. I mean, Obviously. everybody knows that. And then he goes, and then he, he goes, pull it. He says, why don't, you, why don't you read it to us? And then he goes, okay. And then Andy pulls it out. He's got it in front of him. He goes, upon the, upon the, 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 the. And then he goes to the whole thing, and then it starts yeah, yeah. getting more and more fast. And at the end, he goes, in the United States, the United States of America. Yeah. And Barney sits back. Like, he just. <laughs> You're like, Barney, Don Knotts, I think was the funniest guy. I think if, I think he was the funniest Oh, he actor. was amazing. And yeah. did, did you know that Don Knotts was a war hero? I didn't know that. He was. He was a very decorated soldier. Wasn't really? he a fish? And then he like, you know, kind of went in and helped them find submarines. By, yeah, by he was, he his... was a, a, he was a. Bad boy. I mean, he he's was, talking about a fish called Wanda. No, I'm talking yeah. about the amazing Mr. Limpet. No, oh, that's. Oh, the, I don't know. I, I, I was. I don't, I don't know. But I, was, I thought you was talking about when he was in the war or something. I, he no, may they, have been. But didn't he, he drive a wagon and then a kind of gang called Apple Dumpling? <laughs> <laughs> Apple Dumpling. That is cool. Yeah, I did yeah. not know that. Yeah, he, yeah he, I read this whole article on him. It was pretty impressive to to know that about him, and then see how he portrays himself as this cowardice guy is pretty but he cool. was actually full of courage yeah like that man had some bravery mm -hmm. the uh the saddest thing i ever heard was i believe it was it was when andy griffin griffith and don knotts were older and it was before don knotts had passed away and they were there was an event and don knotts was being praised for something given a trophy or an award for something and he gets up there and Andy first gets up there, and he says, "It's my honor and and my great pleasure to enter, to in, introduce my my or to induct my whatever. I think it might have been Hall of Fame. I don't really know what it was, but you could see that they were. He said, "My my truly truly good friend," and you could see that Andy by saying that it felt like he didn't really have many actual friends. Right. But Don Knotts, well, he said truly. And when you hear somebody say truly, truly, yeah, it's almost like they're 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 letting you know they're like, no, this is like I'm I'm being serious. I call a lot of I say this is my good friend or this is my good yeah. friend. But Andy was like, this is truly my good my good good friend. Yeah. And Don Knotts gets up there and he says, I love Andy and and he and he this is what this broke my heart. He goes, When I look back at uh the show, he said, I uh he said, I, I wish I'd have never left that show. He said, I stopped having fun when I left that show. And I was like, wow. Oh, man, because, like, he, you know, he was on a tear. He did Disney oh, movies. Oh, yeah. Like, galore. And he apparently, that didn't, he did not find that as fun or enjoyable doing that as he did. Like, they actually enjoyed doing Andy Griffith. Like, he, and so apparently, I was like, man, that, that breaks my heart, man. Because I'll tell you, after Barney left, when I, because I've seen those episodes, I go to sleep oh, yeah. sometimes watching those, and I have for years. Nice job, Ben. Nice. Um, <laughs> when you watch the Andy and Barney episodes, you there's a there you can watch Andy's face and see that he's not playing when he's smiling and he's and oh, he's no doing doubt. this and yeah. he's going and Barney like when when Barney is uh <laughs> you know you remember Otis yeah oh yeah Otis uh, is in there and Barney's trying to make sure that he's able to leave right and then he says you're going to take a, a, a sobriety test. And he goes, okay. He says, you're going to, he goes, and Andy's going, barn, barn. He goes, no, Andy, he, before he leaves, he's taking a sobriety test. He's got uh, Otis and he says, all right, one leg. And he starts hopping. 
and, and they're hopping on one leg. And he's like, he's like, switch legs. And he goes, huh? And he switches legs. And, I, and, and Otis is like this. And he says, huh? Switches legs. And then eventually Barney's in his front. He's like, huh? Huh? And then eventually Otis is still going. And he gets to catch Barney. And you see Andy going, like Andy's genuinely laughing. There's no reason for him to be laughing, but he can't. He's just just so happy yeah. anyway. We're not gonna make this whole thing about Andy Griffith. But we could though. Yeah, but I'm just that's that's a part of my life. I don't even know why I brought that up, but I I think the reason I brought that up was because I was getting into something. I was talking about how I prepare for a show, and I always have done the same thing. I always have notes. I don't write out a script, but I have bullet points I'm trying to hit. You, I don't think you've ever done that in any of yours, have you? I've started to do that a little bit with uh, the Movie Crew podcast because um, we watch so many movies and we've been doing it every single week for years now. And uh, it's it's hard to remember everything about them. So what I'll do is I'll write down specific things about scenes or uh, if something if a funny line or something like that to help trigger myself. Uh, you know, so basically, uh, if 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 there's a lull or, you know, whatever, I can make sure that I get things right. So I've started going into notes for that. But for something like Torah stories, no, uh, you know. We wanted to feel like kind of like this. It's conversation. I, I don't. I don't want to like feel like that. I'm trying to hit specific regimented things when I'm trying to pull out a, a natural conversation. So I, I kind of I like let the, let think, it go where it goes. Yeah, I, I know that's that's, and I think that's most podcast right. plan. I think that's most of their plan. But most people can't do that. And yeah. they shouldn't do that. I don't even think I could do that. I don't think that I could have people that I don't know come on here and just go, yeah, just come. We'll have a conversation. There's no way I'm having Burt Kreischer, DDP, all these people come on. And, and I'm not saying that you couldn't. I'm saying I couldn't. And I got a pretty good gift at Gab. But I, I, it's not going to be interesting and it's not going to move to me if if I'm sitting here. I, I got to go, um, what would you – it's like our good friend actually, Brent Wilder, has a podcast, right? Yeah. A Wilder side podcast if you are listening go check that out chris wallen was a guest on it i was yeah. my my great friend uh maybe maybe he'll be a best friend someday too cj wilder who plays with me a lot whoever listens that listens to my music he was a guest as well on the show but nonetheless wilder side brent is learning now and you could see because he's doing he's, he's going the method of uh, jared right and so you can tell that he just started what? But not really, though. Because, because the, uh, the podcast that I'm doing, uh, what I was about to say is like the difference is, is just sitting down and trying to have a conversation with somebody open is difficult by like what you're saying now. Because how, where do you jump to now? So that's why the gimmick of Torah stories is we can always go back to tell me something from the road. You see what I'm saying? So there's that crutch. So it, you're saying in the, in the middle of this random conversation, because when we, now, because I was on your show as well. Right. But... There's no question that you and I could sit in front of some microphones and just talk and talk. Right. Right. There's no, there's no question. And that's what we did. Right. And it carried on and on and on. I was like, but man, we always did go back. If you go back and listen to that, we'll go off into, into random things. Like we'll talk about something completely random and then I'll be like, <laughs> that's cool. So like, you know, when, when you've been touring, you know, it'll, it'll come, it'll come back to the, the point. Yeah. And, when, and with the movie thing, it. It, it goes in the same thing. We're talking about the movie, but it may go into other things that right. are somewhat related, but then we're going to get back on track. So I think that when you're talking to somebody, uh, I guarantee you that Chris Hardwick has notes. because Who's that? He 
was the Nerdist podcast. The Nerdist. That used to be the biggest podcast. Yeah, and then now yeah. he has the ID10T podcast. Because he got kicked you, off of the Nerdist or something. Well, no, he sold he sold Nerdist uh, to uh, Lionsgate and to whomever else for God knows how much. And then uh, when that Me Too stuff happened, they just asked him to, to you know, basically step away. But he had, he had already sold it by that point. Oh, I didn't know that. So that's why he had to change the podcast name to the ID10T and st- but he, he retained the entire backlog. So if you look at the ID10T podcast, it shows they've got thousands of episodes or whatever, but not really. Uh, it, the, they, they retain all those Nerdist episodes. They just don't have the Nerdist name. Right. Mm, I see. Because he had, he had, he was the first podcast that was, that I can remember. That made a commercial success. Well, yeah, like that, and they, everybody knew what it was. And they had a TV show, and yeah, and he turned that he turned that into some really cool things. He did that like at midnight uh, TV mm-hmm. show, which is kind of like a based on the uh, British style panel show. Super, super funny and awesome. And he also had heavy hitters on his show. Oh, dude, huge! Like Tom Hanks was on his yeah. show. Yeah. Uh, uh, Joseph Gordon-Levitt, he had uh, uh, I think Eddie Murphy was on there. There was all kinds of people that was on. That's how I discovered his podcast way back then was because I think maybe that's how I've discovered podcast in general. He's a Memphis boy, which is kind of cool. Um, but if you want to hear a masterclass in bombing on a podcast, you need to go listen to the, I guess it's ID10T now, the ID10T podcast with uh, Harrison Ford. Oh, Harrison really? Ford was not having it. He was he was reveling in making these guys sweat, and you hear like Chris Hardwick's like trying to ask him questions, and Harris, Harrison Ford's like just kind of not answering, and just kind of you know being a dick and answering things weirdly, and just kind of not not wanting to play the game. Right. And it's and it's like an hour of just like really kind of uncomfortableness, but it's interesting to hear how Chris Hardwick kind of like tries to navigate through these really like heavy heavy waters the See? original between two ferns <laughs> no doubt it's it's not that uncomfortable but you see that by this point this dude who's done hundreds and hundreds of podcasts with these big names and you get a legend in there and he is like an uber nerd and he's like over there freaking out in his seat because han solo's sitting right here indiana jones is sitting right here and he's not playing ball what yeah. do i do yeah. right <laughs> yeah i look forward to i hate lukewarm I hate for somebody to come on and to be, to ch- they're trying to be like, they're trying to act like they are enjoying it, but they're not really into it. Right. I would rather, this is the truth. I would rather them act like, a, like Harrison Ford or act like Burt Kreischer. Right. One right. or the other, like hot or cold, because I'm going to make it funny to me, at least it's going to be funny. Right. Cause if that was Harrison Ford, I'm just going to start jabbing at him. Like, until he, <laughs> cause my goal at that point is to get him mad. Yeah. Either mad or make him crack because (laughs) I enjoy going at people and make, and just poking fun at people that are needlessly being stupid. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like they're better than you. Like you just call it. I love that, man. I actually, I don't know why, but like I actually with Tom Bresh and he wasn't, he's not a bad person, but he actually warmed up at the end. He's a legendary guitar player. Well, you was there. Yeah. But uh, I think that's when I was sitting in the other room. I didn't really hear it. It was, uh, he's Merle Travis's son. Uh, yeah, you remember though? It came in and you, you, because you came out. You go, uh, the old guy's in a bad mood. Oh, he was, yeah, he was super <laughs> yeah. sourpuss that day. He's like, yeah. damn it, my damn thumbnail. I didn't even <laughs> yeah. my damn yeah, thumbnail. I'm, I'm, I'm just so upset. I haven't played in weeks. And I, <laughs> 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 oh, I know. <laughs> Don't beat the out of your guitar, sir. <laughs> like a nine thousand dollar guitar. But I enjoyed that. Like yeah. I enjoyed go kick, 
continually to prod him. It reminds me of my grandpa. When I was growing up, I did it to my grandpa. Oh, you like you like stabbing at him, huh? Yeah, just like, oh, because my papa, well, he's stealing all my tools. I was like, he is stealing them, but I'll tell you what. Yeah, he's probably going to bury them in the backyard when he's done. I was like, I'll tell you what he did now. <laughs> he tried to sell me a couple, Paul. Like, he said, he said, this is a good one because I remember, you know, your grandpa used to use this back when he would work. And, and then, man, well, you son of a <laughs> I'm like, I, I'd call him. if I was, you, I'll take you over there. We can go over there and uh, handle it. <laughs> I've always loved that. So even if it's a celebrity, I'll do the same thing. It's I'll, just, and I'll have fun. It's just sad for me to see Tom like that because I've known Tom for 20 years. Mm. And he, he, he wasn't always like that. He You know, he, he was – he was he was like the the funny funny guy that you know that everybody loved and and, and to see him like that it breaks my heart it seems like he you know he didn't want to he i don't know if he was really into it you know coming to do it and then like but like you said you know he so maybe he's all crabby didn't really want to come do it or whatever but when he actually finally got in got situated got comfortable started enjoying it uh, relaxing or whatever then he kind of got into it you know it was just like he he ended up being just like my grandpa and i's relationship (laughs) at the end of the day like because i was the only one ever i would always go around with my grandpa and help him mow yards I was the one that did that. So the whole day, I'm just <laughs> just getting him riled And up. I kept trying to change it. Like, he'd go down. Like, he'd start, and he'd go, yeah. Yeah, I used to be like that, and then everything started sucking, and then now I'm just waiting to die. <laughs> and, then, <laughs> and then I'd be like, so, uh, uh, you know, something I didn't know about you used to be a stuntman. And he would kind of, if you got off of music a little bit, he would kind of perk up. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I surprised you didn't man. die then. <laughs> yeah. I hate that you didn't die then, <laughs> no, but, at but the he end would of, just kind of go and like, oh, uh, let's see or something else, you know. By the end of it, he was having a good time because yeah. he was oh, laughing. Yeah. If you listen to the episode, you hear him laughing, and then at the end, he he actually told you. He said he told Chris. He goes, "I like that guy." Yeah, he did. Talk about me. He said he gave me he gave me a hard time, but I like him. You know yeah, what I, mean? I was like, really? And that's exactly <laughs> that's exactly. That's exactly the relationship that I have with my grandpa. He would always he would say, I would literally come in. This was actually right before uh, he was my, my Paul was about to die, mm-hmm. and we were all coming over to see him, and just kept that same energy his whole life. I walk in, he goes, ah, "That boy ain't worth a plug nickel." <laughs> I said. Thanks, Paul. You know you're dying, right? <laughs> <laughs> and he was like, "Yeah, I sure am. Been waiting a long time." Yeah, you know. That's what my my granny was like. You know, and my dad, to be honest with you, was like, "They would, you know, I don't know if I could be like that when when they know it's time." Just the faith of the world, you know, Dad. They were just like, "I'm ready. I, I had my bags packed for a while now," you know, and I was like. I like to think that's how I'll be. This is no. pretty. Oh, sorry. No, no, go ahead. You haven't said much. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's pretty crazy. My my neighbor across the street is, has gone on hospice uh, this week, and uh, I went over. His wife had already told me that they give they'd given him six months to live. Mm. Has cancer, and uh, he. I was over. The, they, they watch my dog for me sometimes, so I went over and I sat down with him, and uh, he's like, he he handed me his phone, and he's like, here read read the purple part and i looked down and he had told someone else 
that he had six months to live and all that. He basically explained it to someone else in a text message. And instead of telling me, he passed me the phone. And then I read it and I was like, man, I hate to hear that. And he's like, well, now you know. So that was the way he told me because he couldn't verbalize it, right. you know, to How my did, face. Did you like tear up a little bit? I already knew because his wife had told me she came right, over crying right. uh, when she found out. Are um, you emotional like that? I don't know that about you. Uh, sometimes if it catches me just right. Yeah. Right, if you, do you watch movies? Do you cry at movies? Oh, man, I'll bawl like a baby, man. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Did, you, did you cry at a notebook? Yes. Me too. I cry on overhauling. <laughs> I cried on Mr. Like, Opus. It was a daddy's truck. It looks so good. Dude, it's always moments <laughs> like that. But in Mr. Holland's opus, he's like, beautiful, 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 beautiful coal. And I'm like, oh, fuck. <laughs> that movie is one of the best movies ever made. Man, it is totally, like, it will I make you cry. Movie. What is it? It's called Mr. Holland's opus. Yeah, Richard Dreyfus. Yeah. It's a good movie and it's a wonderful movie. I don't remember if I cried on it though. Because you don't have a you don't have like a heart. <laughs> no, I cried. <laughs> I, but when, I think I watched that before, way before, way before I had children. I didn't really cry at movies before I had children. That was, that's what's crazy about it is before I had children, there wasn't hardly there wasn't any movies that would make me cry. I don't, I don't remember ever crying at a movie at a, watching a movie. But when as soon as I had Haley. It's like everything, man. I'm just I'm really just, like my heart was literally right here from now on, and it's that way now. That's crazy. Yeah. It's it's a beautiful thing, really, because it made me more emotionally available. I wasn't like that my whole life. I was very standoffish most of my life. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, and I think I still kind of have that sometimes with certain people. But is there movies that like? Uh, uh, is there a movie like? There's a couple of movies right now that uh, if I watch them, I I mean, it, it's is like a waterworks, man. One of them is Rudy. Oh, dude. Oh, yeah. Let me tell you something, man. It's my favorite movie, dude. Dude, Rudy kills me. Yep. I just... And it's a happy cry, too. Oh, uh, yeah, exactly. I'm all, like, I can tear up thinking about Rudy. It's like, God, man. When at the end, Shoo. when John Favreau says... He's so small, and they're cheering. <laughs> and I'm going... <laughs> he did it. And Rudy's out there, and you just think... Everybody, there, he had no chance yeah. of making this team. He made the team. He had no chance of dressing yeah. out. He dressed out. He had no chance of playing. Uh-uh. And he played. He had definitely no <laughs> chance of sacking a quarterback. Yeah. And he sacked a quarterback. <laughs> he had no chance. When, when those yeah. players bring their jerseys in, yeah. I'm a mess. Like, yeah, oh, me they, too. They go, this is for Rudy. Yeah. Dude, I lose it. And yeah. the coach is going. Yeah, and it just keeps going. And I'm going. <laughs> I know what, and my daughters are like it's allergies it's allergies <laughs> I'm not crying you're crying <laughs> go to your room <laughs> don't look at daddy <laughs> daddy's having moments <laughs> I wish somebody would have did that for me when I played football <laughs> yeah, yeah there's a- some movies that just yeah. Oh, Home man. Alone caught me this. The, like we we did Home Alone on the podcast recently, and for some reason, at the very end, when he goes to the to the uh, to the window and he sees the old man, and he's finally getting to like be with his granddaughter and his yeah. son again, and he does this like little look and a wave, bro. That got me, and I was like, yeah. I can't believe that got me. <laughs> I, I watch I watch Home Alone every year, so that don't make me cry, but it is a touching moment. I hadn't seen it in years. Yeah, and do you know that 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 role was completely added? That was not in the script. They just 
that they just felt like they needed something. So that they kind of created that entire like character, uh, like last minute of the old man. The that's odd because the old man saves the kid's life. Well, I'm, I, no, I'm, I'm sorry that I'm sorry, my bad. I said that wrong. They added that scene of the old man oh, because they, 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 they it was see. it was it was going to wrap up when he comes in when the family comes in and they're like what have you been up to and he's like I don't know just hanging around and it was going to cut right there and end but they added that little scene right there because they felt like they needed like an emotional button at the end of the movie and it really yeah. does it really seals that well, after all that stuff that happens it's it's like it it, it it kind of it's kind of a switch right all that comedy and you're and it kind of punches yeah it just know. it seals it it makes it like you know whole. Home Alone is the only, it's probably nowadays the only slapstick comedy thing that I would watch. It still stands up. You know, all of those uh, effects and stuff were done practically th- th- without pads. Those guys like slamming themselves down the stairs and all that, there's no pads. Well, they had, they had suits on that were padded though. Like when he, when he fell off the stairs, uh, the, when the stuntman went back off the stairs, if you watch it, you can see that there's some kind of vest or something on that's breaking the fall. Yeah, I don't know. It feels like he looked landed right on his head. <laughs> it's bad. But I'm saying, I've watched it several times and I look right then every time and there's some, there's some thickness happening yeah. under that trench coat. Right. Man. Anyway, Home Alone 1 and 2 and they about Home Alone, the funny part is they, they're both great. I love both of them. But they, they literally made the same movie twice. Oh, yeah. It's but exactly it's, the same. Even with the old man's yeah. that woman. Yeah, no doubt. And nobody cared. All the same, all the same stunts, I, all the same gags. I think they, I think they, they probably both made equivalent amount of money. They probably did. Probably. Did. Actually, two might have made more because it, because everybody in that because it had Donald Trump in it, right? <laughs> <laughs> no, that that's not the reason. But that is funny. He walks by. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it is. Yeah, in the in the hotel, I think it was. No, in the, is it? The it's hotel? in the hotel lobby. He asked him like where something is, and, and Donald Trump's like, "Go right over there." Yeah, or whatever. <laughs> need to work on that that Trump action. I don't really try to work on my Trump, bro. Yeah. <laughs> I don't need to do it. Go anymore. right over there. <laughs> that kind of sounded like uh, Joe what, Pesci. What is that cart? It does kind of sound like Joe Pesci. Do Joe, Joe, do your best. Show. The fuck? Uh, funny how? Like like I'm here, like I'm a clown. Like I'm here to amuse you. But how am I funny? How how, how the f- Am I funny? <laughs> that is good. That is good. That's one he has been working on for many years. He's been he's been doing it. He did that in high school. Guaranteed. They were like, Man. do Joe Pesci. He's like, so that's I had to go to that scene. Um, putting in, putting that on something else. I, I'd have to work at. Yeah, but what I was saying that a lot of people they start podcast and they think it's easy. Is yeah. what I'm saying. That's my point. They think this is simple. They're making millions of dollars doing this. They're making thousands, hundred thousand, whatever. They're doing this. This is easy. I can get a mic and a roadcaster. Let's do it. And then you you listen and the 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 stats. If I'm not this what this used to be the stats. I don't know if it's still the case, but it used to be eighty or ninety percent of all podcasts don't get past the tenth episode. It's true. Yeah. So when I started this one back up, I don't remember how many episodes we had on Mim Nash Radio, but I called it Mim Nash Radio simply to be able to get guests on. Remember that? Yeah. That was the only reason. Well, this made sense because people thought they might be going to a radio show. Right, like Darius Rucker. He thought right. he was coming to a radio show. <laughs> Still does. Darius Rucker, I got to get him back on. I have reached out to him so much. I just emailed him. Did you? I haven't heard back from him, but I just emailed him this week. Druck at yahoo.com? I had yeah. his phone number since way back in the day. And it was it was 
working up until recently. And, uh, I, but I didn't hound him like Bert, right? I would send him a text maybe every two years, right? I would send him a text and say, Hey man, how you doing? And every now and then I get a text back doing great brother. And then when I send him a text to try to get him on the show, yeah. <laughs> All of a sudden, his numbers changed. <laughs> oh, of course. So I deleted the number. I was like, well, this is no, no point in having this anymore. Anyway, we're going to move into this uh, new segment that we started, and it's called... Why would they do that? <laughs> so this here is... Where is it? Where in the heck are... There you here, here's the pitch for this this item. Let me, let me pitch this to y'all. Okay. All right? Getting tired of that cat's nonstop licking with that sandpaper tongue? Well, lick them back with your own cat grooming tongue. Just bite down on the handle with your teeth and get to licking. Great for grooming and relaxing your cat. Why do I have a feeling that Can you make it all a, a that lot picture? of people's not going to use it for that? I don't know what, but just, I need you to lick my back real quick, and I got something. Uh, yeah, I got a, I got a back scratcher. You care to put this in your mouth? And why and, do you got to put it in your mouth and you can't use your hand? Just to, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, try, I don't. I guess because like, they want you doing that that motion to your cat so that it actually gets it that. Look, you maybe know, a, it, it, it I think they're saying the like, cat. You know, yeah, keep doing that, Jerry. You know, just like, you know, just gotta, <laughs> just yeah. like that. Can we get a cat in here, please? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Wow. Well, that was mine. This is the new segment. It's called. Uh, why would they do that? What's yours, Chris? Well, it depends. I'm trying to remember which one we used. Oh, there you go. Make that uh, bigger I'm just so wondering, see it. I found this on the internet, and I'm just wondering what this woman was thinking. <laughs> you know, that cop's like, I need, to, I, I need to see up your butt to kind of see how far it went. And he's like, well, I, mean, I, can't, I can't lean over that far. She's like, jump out that window and hang over that wire. We're not frisking you after this. Okay? I can tell you what's happening right here. I know exactly what's happening. That's actually my cousin that's on hanging on that wire. Oh, okay. That's Bert Crush. That's Bert. Yeah, that's that's during the trip flip uh, show he was doing. Hurt Bert. <laughs> they were. Uh, he was actually in there having relations with uh, a female, and that female, her husband came in, and they call, and he called the cops on this intruder, and the cops were literally was chasing him, and this guy jumped out the window thinking he could. Uh, get on the uh, this wow. is my, my cousin thinking he could escape by hanging on to this highline wire. I just see it, if that was true, I, I see somebody so come out and just pointing to him saying and looking at is that what you want? Mm -hmm. Is that what you want? And he goes, Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it is cousin Bert. Wow, anyway, since Jared is with me, Jared has always been, um, you know, what kind of friends I love the most. That's why I like y'all so much is because it's a friend and Brad too. It's a friend that you can eat with. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I love to eat. That's oh, what I'm saying. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And you don't have to be fat to love to eat. Brad loves to eat. And he's down He's down to clown on anything. Which is crazy. He. Ha I wish I had his metabolism. Oh, God. Yeah. Well, his inside of his body is probably wrecked. But nonetheless, <laughs> he looks great. Right? He looks great. Um. That's why, but I'm saying, like, we, we, Chris and I, we go experience restaurant after restaurant. It, it, that's part of my life. Like, that's, a, that's something I love to do. Yeah. Like, you have all, you and I were that, have always been that way. If I said, dude, there is a burger joint in Kalamazoo, Michigan. 
that has donuts for the bread. They put an egg on it. Oh. It's called the Royal Donut. Let's go get it. And they now. said it's the best. <laughs> and and I say we got to go. He's like, I'm down. No matter what. Yeah. Now, do we do we really ever make the treks to that those links? We will one day. Not usually because that's a, that's a big ask. Yeah. But what do we do though? We say, let's go find a burger joint in Memphis and eat there instead. <laughs> so then we go try Burgerum. Remember that? Oh yeah, it's good. It was good. It's good. Now it was the first time I ever tried. Uh, what was that? It was a uh, uh, shoot. What's the what's the burger that they what's the meat they cook but they don't cook it all the way on purpose? Kobe, the Kobe. Is that the one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got it. I got that burger there. This was like a, this is a Jewish burger place, believe it or not. Got that burger, been into it, bloody man. And I mm. said, this ain't cooked all the way. Yeah, it is. <laughs> and he, that's what they said. They said, uh, what? I said, this ain't cooked at all. I said, I didn't, I didn't order this rare. And they were like, uh. And then they took it, they cooked it, and it was well done afterwards. But it was disgusting. It, it wasn't no good. <laughs> but you, anyway, this place, you could get several different types of burgers. But nonetheless, talking about food makes me happy. So what I'd like to do, to let this morph in this, this random sporadic podcast that hopefully we have actually people entertained while we're doing this, I would like for us to – have you ever just wanted to – like Chris and I do – food reviews we started doing food reviews on the the marty ray project chats youtube channel yeah and when all this new stuff comes out do you watch these food reviews on youtube dude i watch everything food i watch all kinds of food stuff on netflix uh there's this um oh man i wish i, I remember his name uh there's this korean guy who started a tiktok and i think his last name's cho or chu um and i wish i could uh remember what his name is but anyways he started like these really cool TikToks and now he's uh, created a, a YouTube channel and he's blown up in the past like six to eight months. And he's like, uh, he's got this real good, kind of good uh, sense of humor, but he's showing easy ways to make Korean food, which is like really, really cool. And uh, he's got good personality. So I, even, I love all kinds of stuff like that. I, I just love food. I love to cook food and I love to watch videos about it as well. Mm. Speaking of Korean uh, and you guys being from Memphis, have you ever had Korean barbecue? Oh, I've I, always wanted to try that. I've I never love, had Korean barbecue. I love bulgogi and uh, man, yeah, Kore- Korean food's really amazing because they they'll they'll have like a like a bunch of little bitty bowls and of you put all these it, like pickles. You put it and stuff. on the there's a there's a you actually some of them you cook it at the table. That's what I'm saying. So they'll so have they have like a little a little griddle there there and they'll bring out raw meats that's been uh, marinated, mm-hmm. and then they'll put all these little bowls of all these little condiments and all these little like dried fish and all this kind of stuff all the way around, and then you start cooking the meat and then you have these uh, rice and then you'll have like uh, this like uh, napa cabbage and then you'll make like little tacos basically and you'll just mix matching all the stuff put a little kimchi on there put a little bit of this daikon radish on there a little bit of that meat here's some sauce a little bit of you know boom yeah. uh, roll it up eat it and then you, every time you're just doing different things i love i love that that you have all these different little things that you mix together and it's all these different experiences Making me hungry oh bro i'm totally so it's down. so it's like a, a fondue but with a grill i've never been to fondue but uh yeah i would totally be down i'm shocked you haven't been to a fondue. i know I, I, you know i've never been to a fondue as, you, as well I'm just culture. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> well, I, I've never really seen fondue as culture, really, like or something that like, I don't know. Just like as cultured as you are in food, I'm dip, surprised you haven't dipping that, things in cheese. Um, it's not just cheese, it, is it? No, they you, they'll bring a, a a bowl of boiling water if you order shrimp. 
it's raw shrimp. You cook it. You do whatever you want with it. You cook it. Like you actually cook meat. You. Mm, that sounds really cool. Yeah, melting pot. You ever been to melting pot? No, no, you never, no, been never had pot. fondue. I just found out. That no, I, don't I, know. I, I think I did go to one thing one time where they, well, basically, uh, you know, technically a chocolate fountain is a fondue because you're dipping. So I've, I've done that, oh, yeah. you know, where you take marshmallows or, you it's know. It's definitely not a fondant. Or, <laughs> you know what I mean? or, 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 or hot wings into that chocolate sauce. Mm, yeah. Mm, like, whatever, man. My fingers. <laughs> That's me. Your fingers. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, I don't know if you know this about me or not, but I had dinner with Bon Jovi. At a fondue restaurant? Well, I Did was at a party. You he was his? beside me <laughs> at the fondue like at the chocolate fountain, and we both were there at the same time. So, did you I dip his finger had, in and get the chocolate off his finger? Oh man, I should have. It's like, oh man, I didn't bro, think I of that. you should have picked up something and stuck it in me like, it's my life, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, oh man, I said, oh that marshmallow fell in there. It's living on a prayer. I'm just gonna live like I'm alive because <laughs> it's my life, bro. And I tell people I had dinner with him now. So, oh, well, you yeah, should. Well, technically, you did. I did. We were there. He was there. Well. One day I would like to, like, you know, know that you were telling people that you had dinner with me. I already did. I know. I just, I just want to get to the point where yeah. it, it's worthy of telling other people that you ate with me once. I'll do that right now. Remember that time we ate yeah, together? We, went, awesome. we had dinner? Yeah. It was Speaking awesome. of which, awesome. that just happened today. <laughs> uh, we actually, before this podcast, before this intro, we actually recorded ourselves trying the... Uh, Impossible because we love. I was, that's why I brought up food because because we love food so much. We wanted to know about this impossible whopper. Well, mind you, we're very late to the game, but we still we've heard about it. We've seen people post about it. We've seen all these videos and people say this tastes just like you could never tell. You can't tell the you difference. You can't tell. So I said, you know what? I'm with my food friends. Let's let's do an A B test. Ben, thank you for. Supplying the uh, Sharpies. <laughs> and we did an A-B test. Blind test of the Impossible Whopper and the regular Whopper. And on top of that, because we were eating and we had to have fries, KFC has a new secret recipe fry. And we tried those as well. Now, we're going to go ahead and roll that clip. Ben, roll that clip. Oh, buddy, what a trek to go find this food. Man, yeah. I'm telling you. Everything around here is local. That's close by this place, the the old bank media group where we are right now. Everything is like a localized restaurant, which I have no nothing against local restaurants. I no, like local no. restaurants. But we wanted we were talking about impossible burgers, impossible beyond stuff and the vegan options that everybody said. Now, we're a little late to the game here. Yeah. But everybody said that this impossible Whopper, have, have you seen the people trying them for videos and stuff? Yeah, it has to be impossibly good. Yeah. And well, they, they say, <laughs> everybody says it, it tastes exactly, they can't tell the difference. Oh, really? Have you heard that? Have you seen I, these? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But I, I just don't believe it. I don't believe it. So what we have, Ben, if I'm going to hold this up, we have an A-B test. We got, Ben, Ben, do your job. We have, this is, this is burger A and this is burger B. In case you couldn't tell, that says A and that says B. We don't know which one, but I will tell you, I just held those up. I have it. It has a, has a smell to it. There's a chemical. <laughs> there's something happening. There's some kind of chemical smell to that. I think I smell. You smell that? Well, you there's taste a little with aroma. Your smell, you know. Hold so on a second. Part of it. 
I think I could tell which one of these is by smelling. <laughs> Just by smelling it. it. Smells like cardboard. Let's see. Let me take a smell. Ooh, look. Smell this. I mean, I, I, smell this right here. <laughs> I normally don't like to someone to hand me something to say smell this. It's Give not me really that. The smell. Well, I got well, he, he's here got too. the same here as well, so let me smell here. He don't know which one's which. No, we don't. Okay. Hold this on. I, B is the impossible. They kind of smell the same. All right, you know what? Let's just go in. Right. We got two burgers from Burger King, the identically made. We got cheese, mustard, ketchup only. One impossible, one possible. <laughs> <laughs> so, meaning one is actually right. meat, and one is the version of uh, vegetarian meat. So, we got that, but we also, we, we moseyed on by KFC. Mm. And uh, can't have burgers without fries. They got these new secret recipe fries. We haven't tried these yet at all. Oh, uh -uh. I have no clue those were so good no. mm -mm. already. They come half eaten. I don't know. It's weird. <laughs> they it's come a new like thing. that. A weird thing. Anyway, so let's try that. But right off the bat, the fries though, they're pretty good. Mm? They're pretty dang good. Listen, KFC. You should sponsor this video because <laughs> when I tell the people about these fries, people are going. It's going to be a madhouse at every KFC around this country. I've won. I'm a writer for Clarksville VIP Magazine. That's right. You understand? VIP Clarksville Magazine. I write really? for it. I didn't know that. Yeah, I am. <laughs> <laughs> you never talk about that. Yeah, I never, never. I never mention it, but yeah, there's not I'm, happened to be a stack of them right in front of us. Yeah, Ben, can you get a close-up shot of that camera that we set up specifically for those magazines? <laughs> 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 no, but these fries, though, on, on, a, on a scale from one to ten of seasoned fries, I got to say that these for fast food, these are right up there at eight. But they're not like seasoned fries like what you think of seasoned fries. Seasoned no. fries normally have that, like, they're kind of red, you know, but they kind of have that texture like that. Right. But they're definitely, they definitely have a seasoning on them. They kind of remind me of um, Captain D's fries, but better. They do kind of taste like Captain D's fries. But better. They're really good. I, I wish they were just a tad crunchier. But other than that... That's because we bought them an hour ago. That's true. That is true. Yeah. They were not bought an hour ago. 45 minutes. And they steamed in the bag all the way here. But That's they are delicious. We wrapped the bag up. They steamed and got, got a little soggy. But I don't mind a soggy fry. No. As long as it's still hot. Any fry is a good fry. Well, have you ever had a McDonald's fry that sat in your car for... A couple weeks. Yeah, they kind of mummified, and then I ate it. No, didn't, didn't eat it <laughs> after it? two weeks. <laughs> Have you ever noticed that McDonald's food, when you if you take McDonald's burger or anything, you can let it set out for a year, and it still looks exactly like it looked when you purchased it? It don't taste that way, and it's very, very right. hard. But it never changes the way it looks. There's, that's a little because they have concerning. a quality control, Marty. They're trying to like maintain a specific quality yeah. of appearance at all times. You know what? The what? appearance. Maybe mediocre, but it's the same mediocre. Yeah. People say oh. you eat with your eyes. Yeah, so I, I should have tried that burger. That was, it was very <laughs> when you when you touch when you touch the bread, was it, it, still was, soft? it would just go into powder. Oh, okay. No, no yeah, don't eat that. <laughs> no, you eat with your eyes. Remember? Oh, well, it looked great. You eat with your eyes first, and then your nose, and then your mouth. If you eat with your eyes, I should have ate that because it looked really good. It looked just like the burger. We could have put some effects of steam coming off of it like Ben did for the pizza review we did. <laughs> that, that pizza was stone cold by the time we ate it. Yeah, it really was. <laughs> but, I'm a, but I tell you, I, I actually like cold pizza. Mm. So that didn't yeah. bother me. 
Now, I don't like cold burgers, so I'm going to go ahead and uh, I'm going to go ahead and take a bite. But yeah, let's do it one at a time. Are we so starting with A? Sure. Yeah, this is ben, A. Put, put it on my camera. I'm trying A real quick. I'm going to break it in half. All right. Yeah. But everybody, y'all don't y'all don't bite it yet. We'll okay. Get, make sure we get everybody on camera so we can see there. Just smelling it. Are you waiting to see if we die first? I just said don't take a bite. Oh, you just took a bite. Yeah, but because the camera's on me first. Oh, my bad. Man. Jared couldn't wait. I don't know how to wait, man. I'm going to tell you right now, I think that A... I think that A might be the the one. Let me see. I'll tell you right after this bite. Yep. I'll say A. You're not gonna, no. Let's see now. Let's see what we got here. <laughs> Mouth noises. Yeah. People love that. I, there's a little, there's a little funkiness happening on the. There's no tears on that meat, though. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Yeah, there is mine. <laughs> okay. B. For Watch. for beef. Now he will. Take a bite of Burger B. What will he say? Oh, mm. watch his chew. His chew method is perfect. 10 out of 10 for the chew method. The head nod. What do you think? You can't the swallow. The verdict is A is definitely impossible. Jared? Can you pass that B over here to me? <laughs> Thank you. All right. So I've already tasted the the A, the A but but since you're on me, I'll I'll give you the I'll give you the bite shot. <laughs> That's the money shot. <laughs> I will say that it tastes a little chemically. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, it feels like you ever put liquid smoke on something, mm-hmm. and, no. it, and it can ruin it. <laughs> mm-hmm. It feels like they're trying to make it have that charbroiled flavor by putting that liquid smoke in there. I've never even heard of liquid smoke. Are you kidding me? Oh, yeah. you about like. A faking, yeah, smoking something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it's 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 like a really concentrated, uh, <laughs> the condensation off the top of your grill when you're cooking. They kind of like bottle that, and I then you. <laughs> some of it. I have some of it, and I tried it, and I could not. Yeah, you can it. if you put if you use too much liquid smoke, it can ruin things. So let me try beef or beef. <laughs> yeah, mm. I will say that the beef, the texture is way better. It, it's slightly drier. So you're saying you're actually saying that B is the one. B's beef, and I think the only way to make A taste better is if you took a bite of A and B together like this. No, I think because I think the only way to make it taste better is by changing the burger patties out. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna actually eat just the patty. The Ooh, oh, dude, that's a good idea. Just the patty. That's a good idea. He's going patty only. Patty only. See, you can already tell. I mean. It looks meaty though. It actually has some meaty texture. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna go patty only. Let's patty what, only. That's what patty has to say. The grill marks don't look the same. It actually looks like it's pressed out. There's there's some fake saltiness, weirdness happening. It's got some like gristly, like they're trying to add. Yes. I'm about to go in on this patty real quick. Okay. Right. You know you know you Bear know patty right now. Bear patty. You know when you're eating a cheap hamburger? Ugh. <laughs> Is there not like yeah. a... Mm. 
Mm. Like a toenail in there or something. <laughs> you know what I think you right there is? Cow penises in there. <laughs> when you eat cheap hamburger meat, sometimes you hit a piece of gristle, you know? It feels like they're trying to add that gr- that gristly. Well, I'm sure that, yeah, I'm sure that. <laughs> now, eat it. <laughs> that's, that's not good, man. How, how are people trying this going? Because you tell the difference. if you're a vegetarian and you don't get to eat meat ever and there's something that's this close that approximates the actual texture, I think it's more texture than anything than, than flavor. Because uh, it, it And if you had the lettuce and tomato and pickle and all that, you, you know, you pretty much are just getting the texture anyway. It's kind of like the reason why that we didn't put everything on this burger is because we, we really wanted to taste the, the meat of it all. Even though yeah. we know the verdict yeah. without asking Ben, Ben is the only one that truly knows. Ben, did we all get it right? Yes. I thought he, he thought he was going to joke and go, no. Uh, Whoa, maybe actually, I am a vegetarian. Actually, you, both, you actually all are vegan. <laughs> actually, they're both veggie burgers. <laughs> Just different veggies. Wouldn't that be crazy? He's like, I kept, I kept all the real burgers. <laughs> you know, it's funny, though. They really, you know... They always say, well, you know, you just can't tell the difference. You just can't tell the difference. We can. You can. Very well. But if you gave me that burger mm -hmm. and you didn't tell me, I would go, What's what's wrong with it? This burger tastes well. I don't think is your meat expired? (laughs) I'd be I'd be immediately thinking something was up. Like, did you I think we need to send this back. I would call Burger King and say, Hey, this burger ain't right. (laughs) Something <laughs> wrong here And then I'm arguing with them Like we cook it the same I'm like no And they say They bought you a vegan burger A vegetarian burger And then I'm going to turn around You ever seen that You ever seen that Um That commercial Where there's It's called the slap And this guy just slapped you <laughs> And he's just slapping And then the cops come And the, he's like smack And then the cops smack He's slapping everybody That's what it would be like You'd come around smacking people? I'm just going around smacking people like this. And everybody comes up like, man, you can't be doing that. And he goes after the little children. He smacks the little children. Anyway, no, I'm not a violent man. I have a Pulitzer Nobel Peace Prize. The only thing, man, I think the texture's fine. And overall, the actual eating experience of it's fine. They just need to lose that liquid, smoky kind of chemically flavor. Besides, no, I don't think it's fine at all. I think you're completely wrong in that. <laughs> <laughs> but since we're on it, what do you rate the burger? Um, I rate the actual... Um, no, not the real burger. Okay. We, we all know they got that. That's pretty good. Okay. For a fast food burger. Just rate the Impossible Burger. Okay. I'm going to rate the Impossible Burger a 6 out of 10 only because it's nice to have an option. Because I, I used to date a, a, a vegetarian who turned vegan, and, and they always complain how they have nothing to eat at places uh, besides a salad. So it's nice to have that as an option. It is a close approximate in texture, but not flavor. Let me tell you something. Where you, the, the title of this is going to be Impossible Items Judged by Meat Eaters. So we ain't talking about your past relationships, and you're not rating it, you're not rating it on convenience. So just rate it as a meat eater only. Okay, I give it a four, Marty. There we go. Now we're talking. Thank <laughs> you. Can we have an applause? Can we get an applause? Hey, right man. Now? He's like, what do you want me to rate it, Marty? <laughs> I mean, I was just you, trying to be nice. If anyone rates this above a five, you're out of here. <laughs> this is rigged, okay? No, not really. Chris, yes. what do you rate it? Man, I might have to go... A three mm. and three quarters. <laughs> what? Three quarters? Three and can I, can three I ask, quarters. Can I ask a question? Yes. What would you rate 
the worst real hamburger you've ever had? The worst real hamburger? Right. Well, that's a good question. Because you got this guys to be below that. Right. And there's not a burger I've ever eaten in my life that I would put below a six. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that's right. <laughs> it could be cold, old. <laughs> like, it's still six to me. Yeah, it's still <laughs> that's still a burger and meat. Right? <laughs> okay, Bobba. <laughs> so, good question. What do you think, Chris? What do you want it to be, Marty? <laughs> well, I'm going to be three and a quarter. I think that's a good I'll do three and a quarter. You're the only one that rates in fractions. Yeah. That's adjustment. I'll do three and a quarter. <laughs> I'll stick with it. I'm staying with it. Okay. You know, I'll rate it. Can we rate it below one? Really? Horrible. I, 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 look, I can't finish that. All right, I'll pass it on down here. I'll eat it. I can't. I can't eat this. Yeah. We don't waste food where I come from. That ain't food. That's why I ain't wasting it. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what? These fries, though. These fries are great. Let me try this. Let me try this vegetarian Dr. Pepper. <laughs> <laughs> Made with prunes. <sighs> I'm actually a fan of going to multiple fast food restaurants to create your own meal. I think that's really cool. Is this the first time you've done that? No. You, you don't get this pretty without eating at multiple fast well, food restaurants. Well, i <laughs> Really? For one meal, I've never done that. This is the first time. Bro, I'm such a fast food craziness. You ever, have you ever ordered so much fast food? Uh, <laughs> have you ever ordered so, ordered so much fast food that uh, you get two drinks so they think that you're uh, not eating just for one? <laughs> no, because I never cared. <laughs> Matter of fact, I have actually done the opposite of that and went and ordered for my whole family, and I always say that's all for me. <laughs> <laughs> and they they don't laugh because they they, could, they don't think it's a real joke they go hey, we see or if it's not two drinks if you go through taco bell and you order like 15 items and you say yeah can i get some mild and hot sauce please <laughs> <laughs> i have actually ordered two drinks for myself before just because you knew you were going to want two drinks yeah because i drink a lot when i first came to town i used to order mcdonald's hamburgers when they were 29 cents and I would buy like 50 to 100 at a time. <laughs> they were like, what? And I would freeze them. Really? But I, yeah, I would freeze them. I could eat all week on like $10. Yeah, man. So I would buy them and I'd go. <laughs> I was in Antioch. And I would order 50 hamburgers, a large fry, and a Diet Coke. And one time I did it and the woman looked at me and goes, do you want that for here to go? <laughs> and I was like so offended. I was like. Do I look like I would eat 50 hamburgers? <laughs> did you say that to her? Here, I mean, <laughs> did you say that to her though? <laughs> no, I thought it. I was like, do I look like I'd eat 50 hamburgers? I'd be scared to ask God, that if it was me. I know. Well, I'm do not. I? Do I look like I would eat 50? Yeah, you got a point. I, I'll be. I'll be like, you're right. <laughs> no, I, not with you. But I'm saying if it was me, right? You don't look like you would eat 50 hamburgers, but I do. <laughs> I think like we you. could take out 50 White Castles. But I got a Diet Coke though. Who's going to White Castle? <laughs> we just found out today that our, <laughs> our beer, we can't even hear what you said. We just found out. <laughs> no, I can't stop today. eating these fries. <laughs> they are so delicious. We just found out today that our my used to be friend, Chris. <laughs> yeah. We had a good run. We had a good run. We really did. We can always live back on the memories. Man. But I found out today that this man right here that sits beside me. 
Not only does he not silence his phone. Ever. I heard the last podcast he was doing the same thing. Yeah, always, his phone's always on. And I always say, everybody silence their phone. And he's, I think he leaves it on on purpose. Anyway, I found out today, worse than him leaving his phone on, is that he thinks Crystal is better than White Castle. I do. I wish I had controls here so I, I could make a boo sound. I do. And, you know, mainly the reason that I think that is because it is better. That's a, that's a crying shame. See, that I can't I that. can't weigh in on that because last thing last time I had White Castle was with you after that YouTube event, and I got food poisoning. I don't know if it was because of the food that was at the YouTube event or it was the White Castle. Well, but I already told you that when you started eating the leftover trays at the YouTube event. When you were going by and eating, like the, where the people had ate some and they put it no, down. No, they know, but they. And then there was a couple of pieces of sushi on the ground. I, he was picking up. I said, Jared, that's Don't probably not that. safe. He goes, Bro, I'm hungry. No. <laughs> Back off, man. I'm starving. <laughs> yeah. But no, I was like, No. <laughs> no, but they were bringing food around on trays, which has totally sent me off on eating food off trays now because you don't know how long that, that food's been there. So you, somebody walks by with a tray of like hors d'oeuvres with some hummus or whatever the heck crap. They had these like little like um, pork roll with uh, cheese, like little things. And I ate a bunch of those. So I think that's what got me. Yeah, I didn't eat any of the pork. So you ever ate at a nudist colony in the hmm. all-you-can-eat buffet? No. Have you? He, he actually has. I have. <laughs> I have actually. Were you naked as well? No, I was not. Just wondering uh, how that works. I was not. But yeah, I was glad because, I was the first one there. The problem, the just problem with that. the hot dog. <laughs> yeah. Well, I just don't like that buffets are normally at waist height. So as you're walking through, you're knocking oh, stuff no. over and, you know. Well, just think about it. Just stand up on, in a nudist colony. And so, yeah, it's constantly as people walk by it's your table, it's level. nothing. Yeah, yeah. I'm just saying. Ira Dean, who was with him, <laughs> said there were some tracks in the mashed potato. <laughs> <laughs> just saying. That's and just that's just places to pour gravy. Yeah. <laughs> gravy tracks. Oh. Uh, this went downhill. Oh, man. Gravy, man. It gravy went gutters. I'm downhill. trying to make it so crash fast. and burn. I wanted to crash and burn. Uh, gravy uh, gutters. They like come and she won't go home. Daylight come and you Bet body color beat Bali V banana Daylight come and you She won't go home Six foot, seven foot, eight foot bunch <laughs> <laughs> We've all seen Beetlejuice many yeah, times yeah, That's the only reason I know that song It's from Beetlejuice You know it's about picking bananas And then stacking them up And then coming to, tally, tally, to basically count them That's the whole point I had, How do you know that? Because that's the lyrics of the song Oh well, but it, you don't think there's some kind of real like secret secretive meaning? No, no, to it? you know, six, you got six foot, seven foot, eight foot. You got a bunch, and then daylight come, and you and you want to go, uh, want to go home or whatever. I bet it has a deeper meaning than just that. Like that's Harry Belafonte, I think. He's just singing about picking bananas, man. I don't believe it. I believe it's probably like some kind of it's a nanner picking song. <laughs> yeah, I believe he's probably it's probably like a message song, like uh, Born in the USA or something was with Bruce Springsteen. Like that's Born not Born in the USA. That's pretty good. Have you ever? Did you ever? One of my favorite things is uh, Jimmy Fallon when he does the songs. Oh yeah. You remember He's when? Uh, uh, 
whip my hair back and forth. <laughs> I whip my hair. Remember when yeah. he did Bruce Springsteen yeah. singing whip my hair? <laughs> but down in the corner, this girl's looking fresh. <laughs> Got her hair in a ponytail and it's fresh. <laughs> I told her that I loved it. Whip my hair back and See, forth. See, you're actually going into some Counting Crows there, though. Whip my hair. Whip my hair. <laughs> Mr. Jones and me. No, he doesn't his, growl. His, no, more his offcuts, though. Yeah, he he that he definitely does not growl. Like, like I don't even know how Bruce Springsteen is still able to sing. Yeah. With that, because that, that, that'll destroy your vocal cords. I don't know how he does it. And you see his he neck. salt water and drinks You see his coke. neck when he's singing going, it's just tense the whole time you're like uh, uh. maybe he does neck exercises to keep that all tight what about dave grohl oh man his yeah. entire show is screaming, screaming yeah uh, you know what's funny about dave grohl is i can't remember his music videos no i don't remember i can't remember. if you told me hey what's a dave grohl song i can't tell you one learning to fly how's it go i'm trying to remember the the uh the lyrics but yeah i hear the the tune in my head um well, can you do, can you think of another one? I am. Was it one that I actually have heard one the other day. Dead, dead, and I'm on to the next one. Dead, and I'm dead, and I'm dead. Don't let it go to waste. I love it, but I hate the taste. Dead. Hero. Uh, my hero. Yeah. Oh, I know that. Was my hero. That was Dave Grohl. Yeah. Yeah, it's Foo Fighters. Foo Fighters. Yeah. But he's really? like he's done eighty-five percent so, of his live show. He screams the entire time. Y- there are a lot of songs that he's done that you would be surprised that are the like best really of good. you. That's what I was trying to the think. Best. Yeah, the best, uh, the, best. best. Oh, the best. Oh man, that's a great one. I did not know that was Dave Grohl. I heard. Yeah. You know why? You know why? Because I heard Dave Grohl, and you shouldn't judge people off of one live thing that you see, right? Because yeah. as a singer. You don't know how many shows they've done in a row. You don't know if they were their voice. Because I know what it's like. That's the thing I hate. People say, how do you, you love, what do you love the most about music? Do you love being on the stage? you feel comfortable? Do you get butterflies or whatever? I go, I don't get butterflies when I'm singing on the stage. I feel very comfortable. Yeah. I don't have any problem once the show starts. But it's the weeks before it. Because it seems like every time, like, Cause I know that I got to go there and deliver. Like I don't have any other choice. I can't, I can't, I'm not a big enough artist to go there and just have one off show. Cause I don't do as many shows as they do. So every one of my shows got to be on point. Right. They, they do 200 shows a year. So if they got one or three or 19 in, in here that they weren't the best, they're making up for it. Right. Like Kings of Leon. If you watch that documentary, uh, that we talked about with Burt on the Burt Kreischer episode, you, hear his cousin or his brother or somebody saying uh because you, you know kings of leon oh yeah in that documentary this either his cousin or his brother or whoever it is they goes he they're they're arguing on the bus or in the studio and he goes yeah i'm always saying who's hitting the high notes for you because <laughs> the, the the lead singer is getting a little attitude or whatever and uh like kind of getting an ego yeah and the, and the boy goes yeah who who's hitting the high notes for you when you're when you're a little uh, he says, uh, you know, yeah. probably in, uh, expletive there. Your voice, your little voice won't uh, work right, right? And I, I felt that. That hit me. It cut me because yeah. I, I know what that feels like, too. And I've not done nowhere near as many shows as they have. Anyway, we end every episode with an unbelievable fact. And I'm going to tell you what, I don't have one prepared. So, Ben, pull up an unbelievable fact and 
Text it to me right now. <laughs> Still haven't got my fast five. <laughs> <laughs> Jared never got his fast five quickly. Never, never got okay. I'm gonna do. I'm gonna. This will be the quickest one. Okay. okay. Uh, Jared, your favorite fast food joint. Favorite fast food joint would have to be um, Wendy's. Wendy's. Your favorite book. That would be Harry Potter, Prisoner of Azkaban. The craziest night that you had that you thought you might die. Um, I can't talk about that, Marty. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> All right. We Chris, went too far. Him. Chris hit him with two. Oh, man. <laughs> when you hear it. <laughs> I froze. I froze up. Your, your favorite ice cream. My favorite ice cream would be... It's all food. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I know, I know. You see my mind's occupied by food. Are, are we hungry? Yeah. <laughs> my favorite ice cream would have to be um, like that fudge swirl. Like it's the vanilla vanilla ice cream with the, with the fudge swirl in it. Oh, moose tracks? No, no. I was I thought about moose tracks for a second, but but that's good. Uh, it's but, the best. No, man. I know. But, the, but something, I thought we were kindred. But something about that fudge swirl. That fudge swirl is in moose tracks. That's the original. Yeah. It is, but it doesn't have the little like moose droppings in it. Right, right. Well, that's all the dropping. All the moose droppings are. Is okay, Marty. It's 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 Denali moose. Uh, what do you <laughs> want to say, Marty? Turner, Denali. What do you, you want, want me to say? say? Okay. Yeah. yeah okay. <laughs> Jeez. Yeah. A uh, last question. All right. Did you ever get close to getting married? No. Is that true? Yes. <laughs> uh. Yeah, yeah, I'm not gonna dive into all that, but no. Uh, but I, I, I am, I am. Ben, on the put market, a new disc in. So, we want to uh, hear about. It. <laughs> so if you know any uh, eligible ladies, you can hit me up at uh, tourstoriespod at gmail <laughs> Hit me up at uh, Jared Callen. Hit me on up. Come on. All right, let's see what Ben has texted me here. Uh, let's see. He says I'm running out of disc space. That's an unbelievable fact. Unbelievable fact. Roll it, Ben. I'm going to read this directly off the phone. You might think it's not true, but I assure you that it is. It's hard to believe it's an unbelievable fact. There was a dog. This is crazy. There was a dog that was mayor of a city for four terms. Wow. (laughs) Yeah. Let me read more about this. What's the dog's name? The beloved mayor of Cormorant. A small township in Minnesota retired this past summer after four consecutive terms in office. As much as he loved civil service, he was getting too old for the job. 91 years old, the dog was. If you put it in dog years, in fact, it's 91. Duke, the big, shaggy, great Pyrenees dog, was first elected in 2014 and continued to win yearly elections until announcing his retirement in 2018. Duke plans to write a book now <laughs> about his legacy of being a very good boy. That is so stupid. Anyway, man. he's going to write a book. Uh, thank it's you, Jared Callen, for being on the show. Oh, you got yeah, something to add? You, you want to say something? It was going to be stupid. No, no, please no, do. Stay, I say stupid. Stupid thing. Quickly, he was going to write a, write a book called The Man Who Shot My Paul. <laughs> See, it's a paw. And it's, oh, golly, that was anyway, that was worth the wait. I know, uh, Jared Callan, thank you for coming down. Yeah, making man, the trip thank to you Memphis. so much. Not and my first time on the podcast, but the first time I've not, been to speak a lot, so thank you. That's right. It's the first time we actually highlighted you. Yeah, yeah. And I enjoyed it, and uh, I look forward to many more shows with you. And I, I really yeah, do hope that someday 
all three of us, we can finally get rid of Ben. And it's just us three. Yeah. No. Thank you, Ben, as oh, well. Oh, man, yeah. Ben, Thank you all so wait, much. Ben, did I say roll that, Ben? Big thank you to Rode for supplying the sound with Roadcaster Pro. Whether you like what you heard or hated what you heard, subscribe and rate us anyway. Let us have it. That's how it go When they lurk and they creep and prowl Memories here to stay But I wish that they would leave Heart locked up and chained Like a kingdom on its knee But I, I know huh, We just live life fast as it goes And I cry So long uh, Thinking how this used to be Oh Oh, oh. Take my time, take my time I'll get there eventually Try to live a different life Understanding all the things I see People come, people go They don't seem to care for me I get down, I get low Searching for a guarantee But I We just live life fast as it goes And I cry so long uh, Thinking how this used to be Oh, I get low, I get low See my face, don't let it show her heart is broken a million souls Caught me out from miles of gold Fire in my head is gone It's nothing but an empty hole Try to love, it's been too long My diamond turned back to coal But I, I know We just live as it goes And I cry So long uh, Thinking how this used to be Oh But I I know yeah, We just live life fast As it goes
And I cry so long Thinking how this used to be Oh 